so today on the podcast we have coach Brandon Evans he is a defensive coordinator at Brooks County High School and he also is the founder of Cover 3 Coffee uh, he said he's going to send me some that I'm going to try then I'll definitely leave a review on the podcast in a future future episode so thank you for listening I know you'll enjoy this podcast All right, so today on the podcast, we have Coach Brandon Evans from Brooks County High School. Coach, welcome to the podcast. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Man, uh, it's a nice Sunday afternoon, and we're we're doing it here. You're in your man cave. I'm in my basement. This is awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> Coach, if you don't mind, please give the listeners a little background about yourself, and we'll rock and roll from there. Uh, name's Brandon Evans. I've uh, been coaching. This is season uh, eight coming up. And uh, started out coaching at Brunswick High over on the coast, originally from uh, that area, played at Brantley County High School. Not a, not a great player by any means, but always loved the game, knew I wanted to teach and coach. Today, they would call me a program guy. That's what I'd be called uh, in today's philosophy. But um, as I went to finish up my last two years of education, I knew I wanted to coach. I knew the community coaching aspect was out there, so I called. It was Glenn County Athletics. They're all under one athletic board. I talked to the athletic director, and he said, do you want to coach at Glenn Academy or you want to coach at Brunswick High? And I said, well, let's go for Glenn Academy. So he gives me a phone number, and I call it. And I knew that the two head coaches were. It was Rob Ridings at Glenn and Victor Floyd at Brunswick. And he gives me the number. I call it, and immediately on the other end, I hear, this is Victor Floyd. How can I help you? Or he might not have said, how can I help you? But it was Victor Floyd, and I thought, oh, no. So I just went to talking to him. Uh, he had me in for an interview and I hung up the phone and I'm like, well, I guess it'll be Brunswick high. Uh, he mm. brings me in, asked me two questions, uh, says, will you be on time? And will you do what I ask? And I said, sure. Um, and, and so I, I got started in that, um, matter of fact, my first year coaching high school football, our schedule had Colquitt, uh, it had Valdosta, it had Lowndes, it had Camden, it had Coffee County. Uh, Tiff County, that was back whenever that was the highest classification Ooh. in Brunswick High was in it. And I had no idea. I had no idea, you know, what was what was going on around me. We go out and we play at, at Baysmore one night. And, you know, I'm looking around. And, and it wasn't until a couple of years later that I was like, wow, I was in the throes of, of high school football as a know-nothing young guy. But um, worked for him. Uh, went through a staff change, had a mutual friend with uh, Coach Freeman, our head coach over here at Brooks. We connected some dots, uh, and I've, I've loved it ever since. I moved over. I actually coached receivers. Um, I coached receivers the first five years of, of my career, and, and two, three years ago, Coach Freeman moved me over to defense. I said, hey, you know, I need some help. You're doing a great job. I think they've got it, you know, going on D. I need you – or going on O. I need you over here, and it's – Man, I wish I would have done it sooner. I love uh, coaching defense. I love the the teaching aspect of it, and you know the preparation. So here we are. And that's awesome. I I had a very similar story. Like I was offensive guy my whole career, and then I had a, a friend of mine like, "Hey, uh, I need you to come be my defensive coordinator." My job actually just, had just gotten cut. That was a fun time. Um, mm. So, yeah, man. I, but, how, like, how do you think that helped you as a defensive coordinator coaching offense? Because I, I have people ask me that, and I give an answer, but I want, I want your take on that. Um, I think it helped in, in 
you know, in the very, very fundamental aspect, you know, I had taught, like I coach our outside linebackers. I had taught blocking. Uh, so it was easier mm -hmm. to teach block destruction, all of it, you know, all of a sudden that seemed, you know, it feels like you kind of know the other side, um, you know, on the perimeter end, the, just the, the route running, the releases you're going to see the idea of, you know, from a receiver standpoint, you want to get by the guy, you want to get stacked, um, you know, flipping that over and then teaching them to, you know, teaching my guys to reroute receivers and things. It, it, it made it a little bit easier from that standpoint. And then from a, like a film watching standpoint, it, it becomes a little easier to see kind of what they're trying to do. Um, you know, as you just watch a tape, you can see, okay, they want to run the inside zone. They want to throw the hitches and, you know, they want to get on the edge. You know, you can, it, it kind of helps having been on the other side to say, these are all the things they're doing, but this feels like what it is they want to be good at. Um, so, you know, just quite naturally having the, the experience on the other side, having sat in offensive staff meetings and, and things of that nature, I'll do things like, I remember coaching on offense, um, you know, up front. And, and this isn't everybody's philosophy. It's just something I've seen. We'd always put like our weaker lineman at, at center, you know, or, yeah. a, or a, you know, a front side guard. If you're running the gap stuff, you put him out a front side guard, all he's got to do is, is down block, you know, those, mm -hmm. those kind of things. So I'd immediately, when I turn on the tape, how good is the center? You know, are they doing what, what you know, I've always been taught? Are they hiding a guy there? Just things like that kind of kind of go into your head a little more once you've coached on that side now when you're on the other mm -hmm. okay I got a question about outside linebacker play okay because I think cover, guys are in a lot of cover three which we were talking earlier that's kind of like y'all y'all hang your hat on that mm -hmm. how do you teach alignment and reroute because I've seen guys get like almost fist fight fist fights over this that, that those teaching points, right you know what I mean uh, well, you know, we're a 44, so we're always going to have two, you know, overhangs. We're kind of the the old uncle of the the odd stack stuff. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I talk to odd stack guys, and I'm like, y'all are exactly the same. You have six in the box. You got two overhangs and one high safety. You know, y'all mm -hmm. just sell more books. Um, but now the yes, way that I do. teach it is, is my guys, you know, I was talking 44, cover three, but uh, you throw three, three stack on there, and all of a sudden you're, you know, Nike wants to sponsor you. But um, what I teach is we're going to play head up. You know, now we're going to mm. put our two best athletes out there um, who need to be able to play in space. But I teach them head up, and then our read steps go towards the quarterback. So they go mm. towards that inside half because, obviously, what does everybody want to throw? They want to throw the seams. They want to get mm. inside and throw it in between my guy and our hook-to-curl defender. So by mm. stepping there, typically we collision them anyway. And mm. then I, I set up, and I do this drill almost every day, um, where they have to enter our circle, okay? So when you hold up your arms, you kind of swing around, that's your circle. Anything that comes into that has to be rerouted and just get them off and create a harder throw, wall them out. If they're going in, ride them just long enough so that hook curl defender, our inside backer, can get to it. You know, kind of hand them off. We're handing them to that apex corner. Uh, you know, we're widening them out. We want to make that throw really, really difficult. Um, so, so like we said, as far as alignment, I'm going head up right there to you. Our kind of eyes are, are inside looking at the quarterback, our mental weight. We want to feel like our weights on our inside foot. We're going to step there. Typically if they're inside releasing, boom, we've collisioned them right now. If they're outside releasing, it's not hard to push off that inside foot and just ride them. That's, mm -hmm. that's how we try to teach it. 
-hmm. start square, let your, you know, everybody wants to take their run read steps. So let your run Mm -hmm. read steps take you there instead of starting with a heavy inside leverage. Now you're inside, you get a guy that can spin it a little bit. He might throw it right behind your ear before you know it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm a firm believer in the fact that nobody likes guys to be directly in front of them. That's just, Mm. you know, in football, we play, you know, we play shade techniques. We're teaching down blocking, um, you know, all this attack half a man, all these things. When you get head up nose to nose with a guy, I think it makes them uncomfortable. So that's, Mm. that's how I like my guys to play it. Mm -hmm. When you see RPO, are they like out of the fit? So they're they're running like zone read, you know, away, and then they're running bubble to the outside linebacker. We're going to treat that like option. You know, and in mm-hmm. our, our scheme and option, I've got the pitch man. So if that guy's running the bubble, we kind of want to play right in the middle of it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, if that kid, if the quarterback who's pulling it is good enough to get out there and really hold that thing for a second and then flip it, typically that receiver's gotten so wide that now he's fighting against the sideline and the corner coming up because now mm-hmm. you've asked your ex receiver to block a corner for a good long time. And they don't mm-hmm. always like to block for that long, but we treat that like pitch. You know, that's just, you know, Okay. That zone read, bubble stuff, that's triple option. We got the pitch, man. That's awesome. So you're talking about you don't like – like people don't like people playing head up. I, I believe that. Do you play any like mm-hmm. two-gap stuff up, up front or do you, are you all shade up front? We we don't call it two-gap. We will – we like to play a lot of even. Uh, we mm. want to be in twos and, and kind of really, really tight fives and if we can help it, but then we'll gap. You know, we'll just mm. slant to where we're supposed to go. But just that pre-snap, I mean, everything, everything, like the whole, in my opinion, the whole zone blocking scheme is built on attacking the gap next to you. You know, that's even how mm-hmm. they teach it. Well, now mm-hmm. if I'm helmet strike to helmet strike with you, you know, that thing gets a little bit different. Now everybody's mm-hmm. a little bit off. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no no, we do not, you know, we're gapped out up front. We're going to play with six in the box. Um, mm-hmm. Our two inside backers are going to have a fit. And we like to get in even, that's literally what we call it, is even gap to, you know, regular, even gap week, even gap out. You know, sometimes uh, mm-hmm. Coach Freeman, you know, even we'll tell them, you know, gap that way, gap this way. You know, we try to make mm-hmm. it super, super simple for them. Mm, I like that. You were We were talking earlier, like talk about, like we were talking about, you got to be good at something. Like, where does that come from? Because I know there's guys, you know, I, I listen to that are good coaches, and they talk about, like, they have a huge toolbox. I just don't know that I could ever do that as a coach. I mean, but talk about, like, kind of your philosophy. Sure. Um, well, and and I work I work for a, a Georgia Hall of Famer. Like, if you don't know who Maurice Freeman is, then you've probably not coached football for overly long. Um, he's got, I don't know, 220, 230-something wins, and the way that we do it is, is he does make the call. Um, my job is is very much all the huddle input, all of the practice mm-hmm. script. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we kind of do it in tandem. I can call him off of things, and he values everything that I say. And then I'm the, you know, the adjustment maker because him being the head coach, you know, when, when the offense is on, he's watching that. So, so we always are, mm-hmm. you know, this is what they're doing. This is the adjustment. You know, we work really, really close together. And, and I've picked up this, this cover three system from him. And the, the thing that he's mastered and the thing that I've learned so much from him is these kids that we're coaching, let's be honest about it. They are 14 to 17 years old. They're mm-hmm. taking a course load in high school. They're dealing with girls, you know, and all of the things that this society presents to them. Why would we cloud their brains 
with decisions to make on a football field, mm. you know? And so, so what we basically say is, look, we're going to play cover three. We're going to be really good at it. We know the first time you turn on the tape and you see cover three, you're going to try to run four verts. Mm-hmm. You're going to try to run that. You're going to try to run curl flat. And then you're going to get in three by one. You're going to run the little stick snag game. That's what you're going to do. So mm-hmm. what do you, you know, what do we practice more than anything? Those mm-hmm. things, right. you know, so we just say, no matter what, our best chance is to play something that we're very, very good at. And that's what it is that we've done, you know, and, and we've been fortunate, man, our middle school runs cover three. You know, yeah. our JV is obviously running cover three. Our guys have a rule that if you're on the far side of the field or something gets haywire and you didn't get a call, you just play cover three. That's all, mm. that's all that you can do. And if you come mm. off to the sideline and say, coach, I didn't get the call. Then, and, and you played cover three and we happen to call, man, we're not even going to get mad. We probably will get mad in the moment that you missed the call. Absolutely. But, but you're following our rule because, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to say, you know, nine out of 10 times. As a matter of fact, I run our end of the season numbers and we were in cover three, 83% of the time. I have that wrote down up here. We were in it 83% oh, wow. of the time. And then we play some zero. We play a little mm-hmm. bit of zero when you hit the goal line, we'll sprinkle some cover one in just to mm-hmm. try to keep you honest. Um, but, you know, and I'll, I'll say this and people, you know, might want to crucify me. I might lose some followers over this, but I think the, you know, the Kirby smarts and the, the Dave Arandas are, they're not overly great for high school football because you watch them and you break them down. And if you try to do that with the 15 year old kid that you have, I don't know that you're putting him in a, you know, a great place to succeed. Hmm. You know, you're watching something. These are the best athletes in the world. They have, you know, all of this, they have all of this meeting time, all of these resources, they have a whole, like Will Muschamp coaches at Georgia and he doesn't even coach a position. You know, just think about those resources. So if you want to go and break down all of Kirby Smart's blitzes and coverages and try to run them with the 15-year-old kid who can't hardly pass algebra, then you go ahead. But we're going to be over here and we're going to look like we're playing 100 miles an hour. We're going to look overly physical and we're going to look dominant simply because our kids know where to go. In all Mm -hmm. situations, they typically know where to go and that's you know that's that's who we are you know one of the things we talk about is just do simple better just find the simple things and do them better and and that's Mm -hmm. a big and I think you take that to anything you want to be cover two you know coach Collins up at at Dublin who we've had some great games with they are four three cover two all the time and they're Mm -hmm. really really good at it so Mm -hmm. you know Cover three, cover four. Heck, I wish we could do it in like cover zero or cover one or something. But then you got to cover zero is what's up. Exactly. Let's just do that. Uh, You know, whatever it is, just do that. You know, just 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 do simple better. Favor we favor fundamentals over scheme. You know, it's cool to get up here on this whiteboard and come up with all of these things, but that marker's never left a bruise on anybody. You know, it's never tackled anyone. So. At the end of the day, we don't try to turn our kids into football scholars. You know, we don't we don't try to run something that requires a level of expertise that, quite honestly, we don't have. You know, mm-hmm. Coach Freeman has said we're going to run cover three, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to get after this quarterback, and we're going to live with the rest of it. And I'm I'm sold out on it. I, I truthfully mm-hmm. believe in it. That's awesome, man. I, I remember talking to Coach Guest at Elko when I worked for him, and 
that that's the conversations that we would have. We got to spend a lot of time on alignment, block destruction, run fits. Absolutely. You know, how are you and then then work against like you were saying, I mean, we were cover three, we work against four verts, like you said, curl flat. Um you know, all those types of things. We were a big spill team up front. Like we turn it like wrong arm. Do y'all, how do y'all like handle kick out and things of that nature? Like gap uh, scheme well, stuff. We, we want to try to box everything in as best as we can. Okay. Mm. We don't, you know, we'll, our defensive ends can, can wrong shoulder and spill through it. Um, you know, at times, and we do try to teach it, but whether they mm. box it into an inside backer or they spill it out to my outside backer, like, like we want everything to stay, you know, eight odd yards or so off the hash mm. and we want to force it to our free safety. You know, we, mm. it's a four, four It's really a four, five because that free safety needs to come, you know, he needs to be a, a, a neck shortener, if you will, mm. you know, you don't block sure. him no matter what RPO you draw, you do not block the safety that's 10 yards off the ball. We right. want to push everything to him, give him a very short distance to run and let him go try to knock somebody's chin loose. Mm. Um, you know, again, I know the sidelines never missed a tackle, but people get up awful fast whenever they get to run out of bounds. You know, we yes, want to force it into where you gotta you gotta see us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's a big deal to us. So, so we're gonna box everything. My guys are. I, I tell them, y'all are the end of the football field. I teach it like a light pole. You know, we know mm-hmm. our landmark. We want to be right there. Now we may may we may not make that tackle. Okay, but we're gonna be a big enough presence in there, much like a light pole that you have to go around us. And if you mm-hmm. put your foot, you know, your upfield foot up and you try to bubble out around us, now you're running backwards. We've put so much emphasis on pursuit that we mm-hmm. should have 10 pissed off Trojans coming to get you. If you put your foot in the ground back in towards that grain, you've got the exact same thing. So my mm-hmm. guys, you know, take pride in set the edge. That's, that's our thing. That's what we talk about all the time. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what we break our, you know, fundy groups on as we, we set the edge. That's us. So we're a, we're a big, big box team, you know, force that thing in, um, you know, make somebody get him to the ground. Don't give him a free pass and let him go out of mm. bounds. If we can help it. Absolutely, Matt. I like that. So, like, do your guys play both ways? I'm assuming, like, they play both offense and defense? We are fortunate that we don't really have to two-platoon. Um, now, we were in double-A. We were, since I've been here, we were the smallest double-A, and you can go back and check the classification numbers. We were at the mm. bottom. Um, and we were still able, we've recently went down to single leg. Um, we're still able to two platoon most mm-hmm. guys. Like this past year, we played for a state title and we had a lineman. Uh, our guard played the three tech and he was just mm-hmm. a phenomenal athlete. I mean, he's just a great player. He's just one of those mm-hmm. guys that you wanted him to be there. Um, and we'll have some BBs that can, that can play corner. Um, we are a believer in let's put the best player on the field, but then we're also smart. You know, we want to spell some folks and make mm-hmm. sure that if we need them to carry the ball, we don't need them sucking wind. Um, you know, our running back who's got a dozen or so, you know, group of five offers, he's, he's the best corner we've got. I think he probably had three mm-hmm. or four picks just cause Hey, third and third and nine, go get him. You know, we, we definitely right. do that kind of stuff. Um, but we try to build it, you know, an 11 on 11 type thing. Now, where it gets us, I mean, I, I take pride in it because I, I coordinate our special teams as our best players play on there. So mm-hmm. that's okay. where, you know, 
we would be in – it would be in a long game. I'd take the Trojans over anybody. But, you know, against a 3- and 4-A school where they've got good, serviceable players running on kickoff and, and mm-hmm. things like that, you know, that would wear on us. Um, but as far mm-hmm. as having to play offense and defense, we try to go ahead and say, let's take this what might be a lesser player and let's, let's coach the stew out of him and let's mm-hmm. get him to do what it is we need him to do. And we take a lot of pride, you know, Coach Freeman – myself, our defensive staff, and taking guys like that. Mm. You know, let's try to give the best players the offense. Um, Mm. And there are, you know, typically wherever – what I've seen is typically wherever your head coach is, you know, if he's on a certain side of the ball, if he's not the CEO type, uh, because I worked for Coach Floyd at Brunswick, he called the offense, he would say give the defense the best players and then we'll just use scheme and things like that to score some points. And now here, Coach Freeman is a defensive guy you know, they've got they got three or four guys that could come start for us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and we say give them to the, give them to the offense. We're going to rely on, you know, just coaching the stew out of them again, being a very fundamental over scheme type team, um, mm-hmm. you know, and make it go that way. That's awesome. Man, that's so what, what kind of offenses do you all see? I, I know people will ask like, hey, how do you def- you know, what are you seeing? How are you defending? I mean, you're you're your scheme is four, four sure. or, or man, but like, what do you guys see offensively down there? Uh, and this is why it's, it's really cool to me to coach and, and smaller ball, single a double a, uh, because we'll see 10, 11 personnel spread typical, you know, zone read short, quick game, those kind of things that you see on Saturday. Uh, but we see the single wing like clinch County, mm-hmm. you know, who's got a pile of state titles. They run, single wing which is effectively unbalanced on every play mm-hmm. um you know we see wing t that's mm-hmm. you know if you chart it it's 31 personnel it's a wing it's two backs and a tight end um mm-hmm. and then one receiver they'll move around um so it's anything i mean week to mm-hmm. week it's it's you're seeing spread uh you're seeing wing t you're seeing single wing commerce is in single a we didn't see them but uh, as we prepared for Irwin in the state championship game, they're a, a double slot, triple option. You mm. know, I went back, I don't know, it's been a couple of weeks ago, and I'm looking at, okay, in single A, who do we think we might have to see next year? And I had a tape on Commerce, and I'm watching them, and it's just, you know, fullback dive, pitch, it's it's triple option. Mm. Um, and then you'll get some kind of, you'll get like flavor of the week offenses. You know, we, we played mm-hmm. a team in our region who, uh, they came out one time and it was like, God, it was like center guard tackle and then like a two man gap. And in the backfield was like two lead blockers, a tailback, and then they had a, a tight end on the end. You know, it's just kind of this Frankenstein, you know, what right, are yeah. you going to do? You know, and that's fun. Like, like we, in, you know, I enjoy that. Um, mm. You know, so we see, we see it all, man. We get all of it. Mm-hmm. No doubt, man. So before I let before we get off this thing, I need to know about Cover Three Coffee because okay. I saw that on your Twitter. I said, "Man, this is awesome! Like this is the deal right here." So you feel free to plug that as much as you want to here. Absolutely, man. Well, uh, you know, as we were talking before, I, I'm a coffee drinker myself. Coach Freeman, our assistant principal, like I have a barista that comes in my first period every morning. Well, she's in my first period. She knows how to run the coffee pot. I've got a coffee grinder. Like she mixes it up and gets it done every morning for us. And then, you know, Coach Freeman has a guy. He sends his cup down. And uh, I got to looking 
and found that you can roast your own own coffee. You can buy it green. There's a supplier on the internet. You pick it from all over the world. Uh, it's what this place does, and they send it to you in one pound bags. Uh, and you, I've got two popcorn poppers. Put them in there, you know, and then you're listening for uh, the way that it pops, and you're you're looking at color. You're kind of smelling it. You're doing all this, and man, it's just become a it's become a really really fun hobby. Um, you know, Coach Freeman and I, it's about all we drink. My wife has said she doesn't want any store-bought coffee. Um, and I'm, you know, I talked to someone, they're like, man, you could, you know, you might could shoot some of this stuff out. You know, you might yeah. could sell some of this. It's really good. Um, I started writing cover three coffee on the, the bags that sounded cool. Um, and then my assistant principal, who's like a graphic design guy, uh, he made me a little logo. He's like, man, what do you think about this? And, you know, it's the coffee beans and the little cover three pass distribution. And I was like, man, this is awesome. This is really cool. So he orders me some stickers. Now I put it on my bags and all. So I'm actually sending some uh, to a couple of coaches in the morning. I'm going to go see kind of what it costs to send a a 12-ounce bag in the mail. And you never know. It might take some orders or or do something like that. But I really enjoy it. I cook two pounds out here today. You know, it's, it's a cool little hobby. That's awesome, Coach. Coach, that is so cool. I I love like coaches' side hustles, man. Because I mean, we're you know we're like thinkers. Like, hey, if we got any downtime, we got a piece of paper out, or we're we're working on something, you know. Sure, sure. And the you know somebody I talked to on Twitter was like, man, you know, law. That's a that's a a, a vibe, if you will, as the kids would say. Coaches drink coffee. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's a thing. It's what they do. You know, you kind of got your little niche. You know, people would probably get it because you're a coach and it's got a, a snazzy name. Um, so we'll see. I bought me a new, a new roaster, uh, that can, uh, the thing with my popcorn poppers, they work great. There's a whole, like, if you don't know this, there's like a whole popcorn coffee roaster culture on the internet. There's message boards and all this stuff. Uh, I had no idea. Um, but if I'm trying to push out, you know, three or four pounds, it kind of overheats a little. So I've invested, uh, I've got me a nice little, little roaster coming. Uh, so be on the lookout, man. We'll, See if we can't shoot you some bags and let you try it. And Heck yeah, with it that way. But it's right now it's a it's a hobby that could, you know, bless some people's lives in the future. Sure, man, that is that is awesome, Coach. Thank you for coming on on this Sunday, taking your time to to talk with us. And man, this has been great. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and talking about Cover Three Coffee as well. Absolutely.